This is Lady Talk Radio, your space for real conversations about real life and real ways to improve yours. What's up, lady? Welcome to Lady Talk Radio. I am your main chick, Stacey Ray, and I'm so excited to be bringing you episode number 19 with Nathaniel Solis. This podcast, as always, is brought to you by WeAreLadyAlpha.com, where we start conversations that empower you and help you think, feel, and live better so you can have the fierce and fulfilling life you want. For the show notes of this episode, anytime, you can simply go to WeAreLadyAlpha.com forward slash one nine episode number 19 you know one nine so easy because i want you to have the goods there's the links for nathaniel there there's awesome points to listen for throughout the episode and of course my contact info because i love to hear from you thank you so much if you are one of the lovely ladies sending me those messages with your comments and the questions that you got and any insights that you got from the show super cool to hear from you of course you are more than welcome to keep them coming so if you got something going on in your life right now and you would love some support there let me know what that is because then i can bring somebody on the show to to talk about it. We can have awesome content geared towards what you want. So holler at your girl. Let me know if there's somebody that you would love to hear on the show. Of course, let me know because I will do the thing and I will make it happen for you. So today we're talking about activating your A game. So I brought on one of my favorite peeps. He is a powerhouse authority in the personal performance, life and business strategy scene. And Nathaniel is, what I love about his work is he has this very powerful and very well-rounded take on how to really show up at your absolute best. So this is going to be a super interesting conversation. Super cool. You're going to love it. And if this is your first time tuning in, I mean, if you enjoy the show, if you get some cool stuff, if this is like you've been listening since day one and you are just down with Lady Talk Radio, why don't you go over to iTunes, throw up some stars, leave us a little review. It helps other lovely ladies like you find these conversations. And I know, I mean, girl, I, I know, I may not know you, but I know that you love to be the girl who introduces other girls to awesome shit. So be that girl. So I want to tell you a little bit more about Nathaniel before we jump into this. He is amazing. You're going to love him. And he is a coach. He's a speaker. He's a trainer. And he helps entrepreneurs and creators, that's you, break through to peak levels of achievement and fulfillment through mind-body training and successful lifestyle strategies. And he works one-on-one with mission-driven entrepreneurs in his training programs and online academy, which he will talk about in this conversation. And he is a pioneer in the personal development space for the past seven years, his videos and trainings have been seen by millions and his mission to elevate the human condition has created ripples across the world. He is totally our people. So without further delay, let's get into it. Hey, Nathaniel, welcome to Lady Talk Radio. Thanks for coming on the show. Thank you so much for having me, Stacy. I'm super stoked. Yeah, we're going to have an epic convo. I know it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So before we jump into all that, why don't we, uh, I, I'm actually just genuinely curious too, because we're friends and I like mm-hmm. to know what's going on behind the scenes. Like what's going on oh, in yeah. your daily life these days? What are you working on? What's going on in my daily life? Um, you know, besides all the like business stuff and my life purpose and all that kind of stuff, like I've been really grateful uh, lately to be really prioritizing in corporate, like I'm playing my guitar every day. There's a studio down the street that I just found that they have a drum set I can use. So I'm like going and playing the drums every week and like reading my, like actually reading the books and actually getting time in the sun every day. So that's been really awesome. That's been a fun journey where I've been in the place I've been in for about a year now and it took me a while to kind of get settled in, but now that I'm settled in and it's spring and the sun's coming out. It's been awesome. Lately, my like focus has just been how can I, really double down on like the nourishment side of things and build that momentum that has nothing to do with like my work and, and business and all that stuff. So, you know, really, really getting this sort of social setup together too. Like I think just last weekend I had like the best weekend I've had in a year because I spent some good time with some really good people and got time at the beach and got time at the bulletproof coffee shop and got time to meditate and got time to work and got time to have dinner with friends, you know? Yeah. So, so good. that's been making me super happy lately. And um, yeah, maybe we'll, we'll leave it at that. And we can talk, well, I'm sure we'll talk about others, like stuff I'm up to 
you know, as well. But I think that's a good, I'd love to leave that with people. Like, don't forget that that's um, kind of important too. And I think the rest of the stuff doesn't work very well when you don't take care of that foundational, like just having a good life kind of stuff, you know? Totally. Oh, yes. Yeah. So hear that. I love that I can see some of your herbs going on in the background there. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I love that you actually pronounced the H. Yeah. That's that's great. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it's so Canadian of me, isn't it? It's great. No, it's great. (laughs) I like tried to transition for a while because I thought it made me Mm. sound smarter or something. It didn't really stick, though. Yeah. Yeah, it's herbs. It's Yeah. But when people say herbal, I'm like, "Mm, not so much. Don't like that one. (laughs) Yeah. But okay. there's like literally an H right there. Like, yeah. are you just ignoring it? Or... <laughs> there's literally yeah. an H. Or when people use an, an N, an N like A-N before mm-hmm. anything with an H, I'm like, that's not how this works. Yeah. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's not that's how this point. works. Yeah. Um, so before we like get into just what a freaking genius you are in terms of performance and all of the activation and all the stuff that you're up to, which is so exciting to me because... I know that you get this about the difference between men and women and how we actually are able to show up even even more in our lives. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to talk about how much you actually are giving out incredible content on your social media. Like, if you have not seen Nathaniel's uh, Instagram stories, this guy's an authority <laughs> when it comes to these. I will be as bold as to say that because you are constantly showing up and giving people incredible, like, really... Um, actionable steps like really like mm-hmm. easy to implement stuff and i want to like go there for a second why do you think yeah. that some of those like it, it feels really small small shifts that we make in our lives make mm-hmm. the world of difference you know yeah um so let's talk about that a little bit like because i know you jam a lot on habits and like daily rituals and all that kind of stuff yeah. and your teas and like you know just having different things like that in your life mm-hmm. um why is that so important and why do you think that uh that people can make more shifts in their lives through those small changes. Yeah. I think what jumps into my mind first is just that if it's not small, we can't expect anyone to do it. Right. right? And people like you and me who are out there and it's our job to like, to show people possibilities. Right. And if it's not, if it's not really accessible and actionable, like there's no one's going to do it. And when I think about what I really want to be doing on the planet, if the kinds of changes we need to make in this world can't be conveyed in a really short little video, then they're not going to be able to get around everybody. Cause at some point these ideas and they, and they have in a lot of ways, as an example, like drinking green juice. Now you have like celebrities and they'll tweet about it or they'll, mm-hmm. they'll have it in their selfie or whatever. And when we can get it to that level, that actually just affected a million people just saw that. Yeah. But if we can't get um, on the sort of actual, educational side, if we can't also find a way to make these personal growth principles fit into an Instagram post or into a short little video, we're going to have a hard time really spreading this around. So when it comes to like the Instagram story stuff, that's just been such a, uh, just a focus of mine for years now and all my content starting on YouTube and stuff. And it's like, how can I talk about something that I've been studying for the last five years and put it in a five minute video that actually is, can be really hard sometimes. Yeah. Um, but I think it's important for the work that we're trying to do, you know, totally. And then when it comes to those actual like action steps too, and like these tiny little changes we can make in our life. Um, interestingly enough, it really is simple. You know, there's, there's that one quote, like nature, uh, always gets everything done, but it's never in a rush. Right. Or some, yeah. something like that. Yeah. I think it's, it might be Einstein or somebody cool like that, but, um, <laughs> or someone totally different. I don't know. So if you think we are nature, so if you think about it, there's gotta be some sort of format in which we do our fullness, which is what you look at a forest. It's like a, it's fully a forest, mm-hmm. right? It's not like, yeah. it's not like inauthentically kind of being a forest <laughs> yeah. and then faking it till it make it forest. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's just a forest, like totally. Yeah. And there's a layer of that for us as people where we can just be who we are fully. And what if there is like this way in which we fully do that, but there's no rush and there's no like push or struggle around it. Mm -hmm. And it just, we, so I think there is a almost stripping way back to a more foundational way of looking at things where things are kind of simpler and it doesn't have to be all these Mm -hmm. crazy detailed things like, you know, there's so you can look up so many videos, even on YouTube of people who started drinking a gallon of water a day. And that's it. 
and even not even a full, even if you just drink a half gallon a day and you actually do it, just what that does to like your cognitive abilities and the inflammation in your body and all these different things. And that's so simple. That's literally just drinking more water, you know? Mm-hmm. So what's cool is when you take something like that and add maybe six other things that are also really simple, the way that that kind of stacks on each other and each thing compounds off of each other. It's like, it's huge. Yeah. It makes the biggest difference. And with all my clients and in my own life and the people that I know, people like you and other people out there who are really doing the work, I love when we always come back to where it's like, man, this is a challenge. I'm having a hard time with this. And I, this seems to not be, you know, pulling through yada, yada, yada. And then we talk a few weeks later and you're like, oh, I actually just like started sleeping well. Yeah. And none <laughs> yeah, of that stuff's right. a problem anymore. You know, like oh, none of it's a problem anymore. Yeah. So that's, that's, I really love hitting people from that perspective because it's the only one I've found so far. Mm. That's the most objective. And at the end of the day, you know, you're not supposed to like market to everybody, yada, yada, yada. But like we do, everybody needs to, you know, needs everyone like deserves to live their best life and live in a great world. So Mm. at some point we got to get pretty objective, right? At some point we got to look at, well, if we're all humans, all humans do sleep and we all need to eat. Mm -hmm. We all need to move our body in some way, shape or form. We all need sunlight. You know, there's actually only so many of those things, those like fundamental things. And when we can access that, and just turn up the dial a little bit on each one, everything changes. And I think what a lot of people are looking for from all the books they're reading and the courses they're taking and all that stuff is great. It's all great stuff. I'm going to write a book. I have courses, you know, it's all good stuff. But if you're not sleeping well, eating well, moving your body, you know, managing your thoughts and tasks well and socializing with people well, like just those five or six things, all the rest of that stuff is gets kind of hollow and it doesn't really, it's not sustainable. So mm. that's kind of my little monologue about <laughs> those, love it. those little things. Yeah. Yeah. And I love it. And I love that you're looking to the sustainability of it too. Right. Cause I think yeah. with a lot of our listeners too, it, it, there tends to be this, this kind of thing where it's like, you know, we can take on all these positive sort of changes that was in air quotes, just because you guys couldn't see <laughs> that uh, positive changes. It's like, you know, I love what you said that they compound on each other, but if you're not doing mm-hmm. it in a sustainable way, eventually that's going to, that system's going to break down. And we see that a lot in like, yeah. you know, uh, binging or like being mm-hmm. like, Oh, I don't want to be awesome today. Or, you know, like yeah, falling into yeah. those sorts of like, um, not sustainable, you know, crash burn yeah. kind of breakdowns in those cycles. And I love that you're going there because this is like, this is exactly what we talk about on the show all the time. It's like mm-hmm. your well being, which is not just eating salads. It's literally your entire well being is the foundation yeah. to everything you do. Right. Yeah. And yeah. yeah. And I love that. It's like mm. the quality of your life essentially. You know, like that real fulfillment and quality in how you show up in your life. Like, bam, that's the juicy stuff right there. I'd love to hear what's one of your, like those fundamental where it's almost like you just, right. It's just always Mm. showing up and you always make sure to fit it in. What, what, what are some of those for you? Water is a big one for me and it's the quality of water. So I'm like, I'm like, I'm not a water snob, but I'm a water snob. I'm a bit of a water geek. Like I just like, and I've introduced a lot of people to spring water, like natural spring water that comes from the ground. Mm -hmm. And the experience is so, the best thing I can say is like enlivening. Like it gives you this, this incredible feeling of hydration. That stuff for me is like non-negotiable. Um, I will settle for like other kinds of water sometime, but I just, I'm so, yeah, yeah. Water is a big one for me. And I find like, truthfully, there's a lot of like little well-being things that are like on my checklist because I tend to be in, and the listeners know this too. I tend to be somebody who, um, I have to kind of keep those things in check because it's really easy for me to step over them and want to start like working too much or, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. oh, a little, lose an hour of sleep here, lose an hour of sleep there. Like I'm, I have to literally schedule out days a week where I'm screenless. Like there's yeah. no screen, there's no, um, checking my email three times. There's none of that stuff, mm-hmm. right? Because yeah. it can get so easy to fall into that. So I would say like, for me, one of the things I've implemented that has actually completely transformed, um, my life in terms of that foundation is like scheduling in wellness weekends or like wellness days where it's just Mm. there's nothing else and it's a non-negotiable it's like nope sorry i'm not available that time Mm -hmm. (laughs) like yeah yep sorry it's huge yeah it's huge for be able the ability to create boundaries for 
And that kind of goes into, I think some people it's like, is that selfish or is that right? Where you kind of get into those stories Mm -hmm. and which is great. That's very um, kind of you to, to consider (laughs) that it might be selfish and (laughs) right. You know, and it's pretty easy to tell when you kind of suck at showing up. Yeah. Right. And it's like, great. You could have just taken care of yourself for like Mm -hmm. a little bit, you know, a little bit, two days out of two days to even sometimes two days to fuel the next 200 days. If that's all it is like an actual intentional, like really letting yourself Mm -hmm. go there um, and create that space. I mean, that's huge. It is huge. And, and I actually see it. I get the selfish uh, view on that. Like I can see it, Mm -hmm. you know, Um, I actually think it's the exact opposite. You know, I think when you truly take the time to fill your own tank, when you truly put yourself in a position to be nourished, to be well, to be activated, you know, I know that's totally your jam. It's like you can show up for everyone and everything else 10 times more, you know? And yeah, I just, I see that as like a, um, and what I notice about it is I trust myself more. Mm, Yeah. You know what I mean? Like after that, I'm like, I got me. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm good over here. You know what I mean? And that, I think, especially for us women, it's like, that is huge. When you feel like you truly have yourself, you are your ally, you are making a stand for you. It's like, that that moves stuff. Yeah, that's huge. And I know everyone listening, you can think of a time where you, like, a morning where you woke up and you had a great night's sleep Mm -hmm. and you, like, stretched in the morning and you had some water and you went on a walk and you got in your workout you had a great breakfast and you took a nice shower and you got some clothes on that feel good. And it's like not even 10 AM and you feel like grounded and centered and cool. And, and there's a very different feeling of that versus mornings where you just kind of wake up and get pulled into all these reactions and all these, you know, just being flustered by the day. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I know what ultimately what we're pointing at is that there's a version of that where it actually is consistent and it's not something you have to like make yourself do all the time. It, it's a habit mm-hmm. and habits are a real thing. Like that's literally like hardwired into your brain and into your body. Um, and it's just a matter of, you know, that experimentation too, and finding what, what works best for you. Yeah. You know, yeah. cause everybody's different. Some people, you know, some people throughout like for the longest time, I would make it where like, I don't even open my computer or don't you gotta do anything till like 10 AM or something like mm-hmm. that. Cause I wanted to like, you know, that's when I was a little more like hippy dippied out and just thought I wanted to like sit with my crystals all morning, and stuff, which is all good <laughs> stuff, you know, and I still got, I got one in my lap right now, but, yeah. um, but now, you know, I've also noticed from about 6am to 10am is my like deep work session. Mm-hmm. Like that's when I'm like on, I could get done what most people get done in a month, mm-hmm. you know, in that like three hour little segment. So that means I do kind of, I do get up. I have my morning ritual. It's very intentional and like a good, it's a good like 50, 60 minutes almost. Um, But then right after that, I am on my computer and those first like three, four hours, I really, really crush it. But because I know that's when I crushed it. And if I tried to keep my morning open now and then crush it from like noon to four, Mm. my, I'm running a different sort of mode at that time. Yeah. Got it. You know, and that all just comes from, you got to experiment to figure that out, you know? Yeah, I, I really got to dig into that for a second. I want to unpack what mm-hmm. you just said, because I've seen a lot of um, the right morning rituals going around. You know, that was another air yeah. quotes, just saying, <laughs> you know, like... I'm glad you say, yeah, I, I do air quotes all the time. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, I think it's we're seeing a lot of that, you know, sort of like... Um, copying other people's morning rituals and you know these are the best things to do to be successful in the morning or you know Mm -hmm. all that kind of stuff and I love that you said like you know it really is personal you know you Mm -hmm. really do have to get to know what works for you um you know and I and I think that this is really an experiment like you called it you know of like getting to know what works for you and what doesn't but what can you say about you know discovering what your personal like recipe is for Mm -hmm. the best day ever kind of thing yeah you know, I like that um, everyone's kind of sh- putting their templates out there and mm-hmm. sharing these things because it gives people, you know, like with my clients or people who have gone through some of my programs, I'd say about seven times out of 10, I give them often my exact setup of things okay. and they adopt it to a T and that gives them this whole new momentum for a while. And then a few weeks later, they let me know they've adapted it in ways to mm, their own nice. okay. unique needs. Cool. So I think a great way to start is to really just model something that works. I mean, if you read an article and it's like, 
you know, wake up and you have your warm lemon water and you do 10 minutes of this and you do 10 minutes of that. And you, and you, and you're like, Oh, this sounds nice. It feels good. I would recommend the next morning, just follow that to a T because then you're just in that space of like taking action of building the new habit versus, Oh, this sounds nice. Well, maybe this weekend I'll think about how I can adapt. And then you're already putting it off. Right. Um, So yeah, I think really just finding stuff that feels good and then knowing that the, the version like this is going to work and will sustain itself when it does kind of fit into place. Cause there's a, uh, a morning ritual shaped hole somewhere in your, <laughs> in your aura. Right. And um, you got to find what that shape is, but you only find it by trying to plug things in and see how they fit. Yeah. So good. And, and can you speak to this for a second? Cause I know that there's a, a very distinguishable difference. Like, you know, the discomfort of taking on a new habit sometimes mm-hmm. get, gets confused with it not being right for me. Mm-hmm. Do you know what yeah, I mean? That's huge. That's yeah. huge. And that's, a, that can be, that was tricky for me for a while. It's also similar to that conversation of like, how do I know if it's my intuition or if it's just right. or like thoughts that are arising, or, yeah, you know? Yeah, got it. Yeah. So like resistance to habits or trying to make changes in your life. Like so many people can relate to like, oh, I'm going to wake up early now. And then they, the next morning they wake up early and they, and it feels terrible. Right. And they're like, oh, this feels really like this doesn't feel good. And this doesn't feel right. You know, and what, with any sort of new thing you're trying to incorporate. And the more that I have studied the actual like science and the physiology and the neurobiology and psycho neuroimmunology and all these different mm. ologies <laughs> um, around human behavior, the actually the, the easier and easier it's been for me to, make those kinds of changes and dive into that stuff. Cause I'm kind of framing it in a way where as an example, to start a new habit, um, some sort of behavioral habit also means you're starting some new chemical habit in your body. Mm, okay. And in the same way that when you're trying to give up sugar or cigarettes or this or that, that's uncomfortable for re- like that makes sense. We're like, Oh, of course I feel crappy trying to stop smoking like duh. Cause that's just like how it works. Habits are chemical too. You know, in the same way that even if that chemical is just a homeostasis of um, the familiarity, right? Like, it's not like you get some big rush of chemicals because you brush your teeth every night. Like, but the certainty that comes from sticking to those routines and sticking to that habit does maintain a chemical homeostasis. So when you do go to change that, it's your body's job to go alert, alert. Like they're trying something new, like what's going on. We don't need new things because the way that the subconscious is set up is like, as long as we don't die, I don't really care what you do so much, you know, until you program it differently. So, Mm. you know, for most people, it's important to actually go in. And I love telling my clients, even recently I had a few who like, they really, it made a shift where they're like, I'm going to start my morning ritual tomorrow, but I'm going in expecting it to be uncomfortable. Like not expecting me to be, I'm a, I'm such a powerful creator and I create my reality and da, 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 da. And it'll, you know, which is also true. And you can go in being like, I'm going to start this tomorrow. And I know for a fact, I'm not going to want to do it tomorrow. And to actually go in that way. And, and I've had, you know, over the last few years, I've experimented on so many ways, like trying to change habits just for the heck of it, just to like learn about that process. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, And the, the quicker that I could turn resistance into humor made it a lot easier like to wake up the next morning and roll over and you feel groggy as fuck and to just immediately laugh because you're like oh my god here like look at me like being a little baby when all I gotta do is like get out of my bed like come on (laughs) like that's so silly and it's just kind of funny and it's and you make it fun that way and it's like also there's so much heaviness around in the personal growth sphere around like the pressure we put on ourselves to change. Totally. Yeah. Thanks for saying that. Yeah. Yeah. And I've, and one of my favorite programs I've installed in myself is like when I, as an example, if I notice some judgmental thought, you know, arise, uh, I I just laugh at it. I'm like, Oh, that's so funny. Cause that's not, I, I would never sit here and like, Ooh, let's judge this person and think about that. Like that's not what I'm trying to do. And my biology is designed to do that, to keep me safe. Yeah. So it's going to happen at sometimes. And yes, the more you grow and the more you rewire yourself, it happens less and less. And the con- like the sort of context it creates has less and less weight. But I mean, it's your mind's job to like track everything around you, come up with a story and a definition of everything around you. 
Mm-hmm. That like that's what it's there to do. Um, but the more you can just kind of let yourself like, oh, there's my mind doing its job. That's kind of funny. Like mm-hmm. how interesting. And at the same time, that kind of stuff can be a really valuable feedback loop too. And it t- like if super judgmental thoughts do arise, that's already a sign that some part of you is in fight or flight. Like some part of you isn't fully centered or else you wouldn't really need to think in such a defensive way or even a offensive way, you know? Yeah. Got it. Cool. So it's almost like a symptom. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. It's fun stuff. So interesting. And I, and (laughs) yeah, yeah. And I love what you just said there because I'm like thinking, yeah, you know, sometimes when those things show up where we're like, oh man, I'm doing that thing. And then it's like a layer upon a layer, you know, we start doing the thing we don't want to be doing. And then we're like beating ourselves up for doing it. And then we're beating ourselves up because we're beating ourselves up. I should love myself more. Like it turns into this like vicious cycle of like layers, you know, the humor is cool because we are so predictable. Like it's totally a natural state, you know, like you said. So when that arises to be like, oh, there's that thing I do, you know, yeah. and be able to laugh at it. That sounds like a hell of a lot more fun. Right. Might as yeah. well. I mean, <laughs> I mean, sure. Or you could just not do that and see how it goes. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah totally. I read I read this like poem. I think, gosh, what's this guy's name? I think it was Dreaming Bear. Some guy named Dreaming Bear. I think that's his name. Um, super cool, like spoken word, like artist and musician. Cool, interesting dude. I'm pretty sure that's his name. It might be somebody else. Um but he's, I like opened one of his books and whether you believe in God or any of that stuff, but he basically said like in the beginning, God laughed. Like that was the, that was actually the first thing God ever did. It wasn't like creating said, let there be light or create any of that. It's like the first thing God did was laugh. And I, when I read that one, I just started laughing so hard and it made the most sense to me. Like it just in that sort of story idea, like of what else would you do first? You know, yeah, like you're got like so good and laughing, laughing is like just such, um, I mean, it's always fun to, um, remind like clients, even when we're on a call maybe they were on a call and they're talking about how they're just so like, I'm feeling super depressed lately, or I'm feeling stuck and I'm, or I'm feel like I'm struggling or I feel all these things. And at some point in the conversation, they'll end up laughing about something because, you know, cause I'm so funny or whatever, no. <laughs> but, um, you know, they'll, they'll end up laughing about something. And, and as long, once there's a good hearty laugh where it's like a good, you know, three, five seconds or whatever, and they get a good laugh in, I, I always stop for a moment and I ask them, I'm like, Hey, for those last five seconds, were you, were you stuck in anything? Was mm-hmm. anything challenging? Like, were you depressed? And you, and they're like, no, like not at all. Like in the middle of a laugh, just similar to like an orgasm or deep mm-hmm. in meditation or deep like these, when you become present, none of that other stuff is there. So in that space where the judgment comes up or the self-judgment comes up or an old pattern that you're trying to change comes up, if you can bring humor in, it actually gives you space for a moment. Because if you laugh for a second and then look at it again, you're you're kind of already, you've stepped out of the box versus it arising. And then you immediately just look at it and usually it kind of takes hold of you, right? So the laugh almost gives you a space to actually look at it authentically. And not just like run with it. That's so good. So good. There's so much more movement available from there. I totally know what you mean. That's so great. And, and I know that because we've talked a little bit about some of the stuff that's been going on with me and how I recently really shifted from struggle, which was kind of unconscious, you know, in a lot of ways. Um, totally. to just joy, you know, literally yeah. just, Oh, yeah. I'm just actually going to, going to create this or do this work or do yeah. this in my life from a place of joy. And even just that, the subtlety of that decision was just like, Oh yeah, this is supposed to be fun. I don't need to, again, struggle or be yeah. in that state of like, how do I figure this out? Like, yeah. you know, yeah. life is not, doesn't have to be that way. Yeah. You know, um, like you still do stuff. You still need to figure things out and yeah. you still, hit up, hit like a block where there's something you don't know or Mm -hmm. something that doesn't feel good or something that's challenging. Yeah. But you don't need to struggle through it. Yeah. Which is great, which is so huge. So good. Yeah. And and I love to laugh. So why not just do more of that? Mm -hmm. Right. (laughs) Right. They actually have like laughing therapy. I've seen this before. Like there was Uh a, I don't remember who that doctor was, but he did like, I don't know if he personally had cancer or somebody, somebody that he treated, they did laughter therapy Mm -hmm. and it was remarkable. Absolutely there is a, uh, in one of Joe Dispenza's books, he talks about a study where they had people with, uh, I hope I remember this correctly. And it might be because I've heard two studies, one where they had people with diabetes 
And I think, or people just with certain uh, health issues and they measured, one of the things they measured was actually like where their genes were at, like, and what was locked and what was unlocked and all that kind of stuff. Then they had them watch like a comedy movie for two hours where they're just laughing the whole time. And then they measured them again. So good. And certain genes were now locked that weren't locked or vice versa, or even just like actual, to put it simply, people who had like pretty severe illnesses like measurably were extremely healthier after just like two hours of laughing. Incredible. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, how do we then use that? It's like, I'm all about momentum. You know, that's been such a huge thing for me Mm -hmm. recently. And in that space, it's like, you watch, you've been laughing for two hours. What a great time to then like look at your plans for the week or to consider some important decision you're trying to make. You know, I always like to remind people how you feel the right when you're done with your workout, you know, like, or if you're doing like uh, hit routines as an, as an example where you're just going for it and you're like, it's only 15 minutes and then you're done. But those like, right when you're done, you could tackle any problem in your life. Mm-hmm. There's like a state that you cultivate and there's ways to do that where it's not just from exercising, but ways in which you're relating to yourself and ways in which you're kind of building upon your life where you're constantly building momentum to be able to go and, handle the things that you previously were struggling with. Oh, that's such a good point. Yeah. Yeah. And we just kind of miss out. I mean, a lot of the time, uh, I know for me and probably most people listening, if you think about the times where you're really like feeling down and out or, or like frustrated or stuck or depressed, make sure there's a good chance you're sitting down. Yeah. You're on your phone or on your computer or you're laying in your bed or you're on your couch, just those, just those things. There's a good chance, you know, probably a 90% chance, like that moment where you're just like really feeling crappy, Mm. you're like sitting down and you're just kind of huddled over and you're on your phone and you're looking at somebody else who's seemingly doing something cooler than you are, even though they're probably sitting on their phone feeling kind of frustrated, you know, (laughs) looking at somebody else. Um, When all you needed to do was put the stuff down and get up and go for a walk. Yeah. 15 minute walk and come back and you'll realize you come back in the house and then you see there's dishes in the sink and you go and do them and that feels nice. And then you realize the counter's a little dirty and you like cleaned up and like, that feels kind of nice. And then you go back in your room and there's some, that laundry you didn't finish putting away. And then you put it away and then you go and then you're like, Oh, I should take a shower. And then you go take a shower and you get out. All of this took like 45 minutes and you're a completely different person, even though none of the circumstances have changed that were frustrating you. Mm-hmm. But now you're in a position to actually do something with it. Yeah. And we are, we are depriving ourselves of that experience mm-hmm. dozens of times throughout the day. Yeah. You know, and, and, and people, if you're listening right now, you might even hear a little voice that comes up. It's like, well, he doesn't know what I have going on and da 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 da. And I get that. And I don't, <laughs> right. I don't. And, and, and I really invite you to look at, mm-hmm. and this is where it gets tricky because it is unconscious. It's an unconscious behavior of staying where you are which gives actually puts blinders over you where you can't always see something as simple as just going for a walk or like actually cleaning up your room or just kind of tidying things. Little things like that are, do build momentum objectively. They allow you to feel more clear. They allow you to feel a little more productive. You get a little dopamine by like putting stuff away, you know, like it actually does help. Mm-hmm. So just really, you know, when you're feeling stuck and we'll just use stuck as like the general, the umbrella term, right. Of, yeah you know, resistance, assume you're under some form of hypnosis Mm. and do everything that you can to find lucidity in that experience. And if you don't know what I mean by lucidity, it's like lucid dreaming, which is something I've been doing since I was eight years old is when you're in your dreams while you're asleep and you know, you're dreaming, Mm -hmm. you like know you're in the dream. And when you get to that space, you can actually decide what goes on in the dream. You can change what's happening and you can do whatever you want. So how do we become lucid while we're awake? Because 95% of the time we're running on autopilot, which really is a form of hypnosis. You think you're making decisions and really you're just kind of going by what program is running and like this is the default way for you to show up. So when you're feeling stuck, just assume it's because there's some lever that's awaiting for you to pull it Mm -hmm. and you have a filter that's in the way of you seeing what that lever is. Mm. So, right. So just, I, I, you know, and I, I haven't found the exact phrase for this. Usually I like to boil it down to something really clear, but just even that question of like, actually, that's not true. I do have a phrase for it, but I, <laughs> the phrase I usually use is 
what's the best move I can make right now? Yeah. Like what's the next move for me? Right. So you're feeling stuck. Great. Maybe there's that thing you got to figure out and you can't actually do anything about it in this moment. Well, what is the next best move you can make? Maybe it is going for a walk, right? Maybe it is taking a shower and like cleaning yourself up. Maybe it is calling a friend and just like making some plans for the weekend, whatever it might be, you know, but really, uh, hesitation and stagnancy, I think is, is the biggest sort of culprits in people's like challenges these days where really, if you build the right kind of momentum, stuff does figure itself out. And the only proof you need to know that that's the case is just look at your life. Here you are. And Mm -hmm. 99.9% of the stuckness you've ever had in your life has figured itself out. And now you're here experiencing the like 0.1% of stuckness that is, that exists just in this sort of context you're in right now. You know, and in yeah. two years, this 1% will be part of that 99 point, you know, mm-hmm. like it's all, it all figures itself out. Mm-hmm. Just give yourself a chance to actually find some sort of like presence along that journey, you know. You're a beast. That was so good. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, you guys can't see me when you're listening to this, but I'm like, I'm like nodding my head. I'm like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know, because, and I, I, I have it that everybody listens is probably going to get those little, whatever it is that stood out about what you just said. It's like, there's those little nuggets. Sometimes it's those little moments. Like you said, like the blinder suddenly it just falls off a little and you're like, oh yeah, Mm -hmm. I've been making this choice repeatedly and it's not serving me or this is how I've been thinking lately. And that's not really going to help me get there. And I love that. What's the next move? Like what's the move? What is a move I can make right now? Like, you know, because sometimes we get so obsessed with trying to make this move that we forget that there's all these other things available. There's all these other options and choices available over here. It's so good. And there's, there's always a move that's right in front of you. Mm-hmm. Period. Mm. Like if some people are like, some people are like, Hey, Nathaniel, I really love like that phrase. Cause I do mention it a lot, but sometimes I'm like, I actually don't know what's what move I should make. Like what is the next best move? Mm. And if you just, again, remind yourself and trust that there's always a move, like even right in front of me right now, there's, you know, I got an Amazon order. So there's a box to take out to the recycling. That's great. That's the next move. It's sitting right there. My dog's sitting right here. Like I can go give him some love. That's a great next move. And even if like you've done all that stuff or, or you don't even feel, you still don't feel like you have the spark to really go and do it. The next best move is always your breath or your body. Mm-hmm. Something that like, there's always a move available because you can always just actually move your body. And that's a hundred percent always available. You know, sometimes it's like, you want to go on a walk, but it's raining out. So it doesn't make sense to go on a walk, even though that might actually be a great walk to go on, but maybe it doesn't make sense to do that. So you're like, Oh, there's no moves I can make, but it's like, dude, like, here's your body. There's all kinds of like literally just move your body. And mm-hmm. that's usually the best move right? uh, you can make is to actually just move your body. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So good. So I want to kind of dive into a little bit more about what you do and how you how you deliver this to people. Because I know you sure. do a lot of life and business strategy. You do all the high performance stuff. You help people really like basically close gaps, you know, in a mm-hmm. lot of the, the work that they do. Yeah. Um, how is it that, because I know you got a few things that are launching right now. How is it that uh, you are delivering some of this for people? Yeah. Um, well, the best I can. Is definitely yeah. the, the way that's, you know, I've been, I've been in the, in this game for quite some time and it's been really important to me where, so there, you know, there's the one part of my mind that's like, you should, you should be farther than you are. And then there's the other, the other part of me that's like, man, I'm so glad that I've actually taken the time yeah. to really, I want to build something that lasts mm-hmm. and I want to build something that works. Um, there's a lot of stuff that works that people put out there. That's awesome and works, but it doesn't last. Like they don't build, they don't make it in that legacy mode, right? They don't build it into a platform or into a foundation or there's stuff that people build and it just kind of doesn't work. You know, yeah, like they build it. it out to be this big thing. It doesn't really work. So glad I've been taking the time. The ma- the sort of besides the actual like one-on-one work with me, which is kind of like my, you know, the bread and butter, like where the juiciest stuff comes out. Cause it's like intimate and it's actually, you know, it's a minimum of a three month relationship. So like we actually dive in and get stuff Mm -hmm. done. Um, Besides that, I just finally opened the activation Academy, which is my like membership platform, which consists of like every week they're getting new content. We're always doing live streams and Q and A's and there's a monthly training and 
I do fun little like interviews with cool people like yourself that kind of that go in there where we get really focused. And the goal with that is really to help people like stay in that space of momentum mm-hmm. to put yourself in a zone of no excuses, really. Cause the moment you, if you feel stuck on something, you come into the group, you bring it up and we figure it out. And like, that's what, that's what I do. There's, and there's never been something we can't figure out, right? Maybe it's something you can't actually change, but then we help you figure out like what you can change or what you can do, you know, where you need to then direct your focus otherwise. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's helping people have that momentum and then actually also giving out tangible tools and templates and techniques of like how to structure your day to day and how to like connect with your breath and how to rewire your brain and all this cool stuff. It's ultimately the place where I'm going to continue to archive everything that I curate and learn for the rest of my life, you know, cause that's basically been my game for the last seven or eight years. And it showed up in like YouTube channels and social media feeds and all these things, but none of it, then it's like, where did it go? Like all these uh, Instagram stories, they all disappear at the end of the day, but I can take that same theme and then make it into a video that lives forever in the Academy. And um, I'm very, very excited about that. So that just launched and I'm like literally like last week. So that feels really good. And then I um, am about to put out my podcast, which I'm very excited about Brilliant. called called activate. Mm -hmm. And so there's something about that word that just lands really well for me. And I think about what it means to like be an activated person and to live an activated life. And, and I think a lot of us listening, you can think of even just hearing that word, if I invite you to think of people who you think are activated and then you, and then to really think about what is it about them? And it might be like, Oh wow, the way that they show up or I love how they listen or they're always so energetic or they always seem to be, you know, just on path and not too swayed by all the challenges, even though they have challenges, you know, so it's these little distinctions. And if you think about then what can that look like in your life? Uh, you know, I've realized it's my, my, you know, purpose here to help you actually implement that and embody it. So those are like the two sort of, besides like my private clients, those are like the two main things right now where I'm really excited to be, to just have this sort of setup to constantly be putting this stuff out there and, um, you know, doing my doing what I can to make the world a better place. Brilliant. Yeah. And we will put the links to those in the show notes, ladies. So as you're listening, you'll be able to access that as well. Uh, I'm excited about the work that you're doing too, because, you know, like we were kind of talking about in the beginning, like you're making it more fun and it's more enjoyable and it's these little leveraged shifts that you can make to actually create powerful change in your life, you know? Mm -hmm. And, and I love what you said earlier about, you know, I don't know exact words you use, but basically in the essence of like overcomplicating, improving your life, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like it doesn't have to be complicated, you know, and it can be enjoyable. And we were kind of chatting about this a little bit before too. It's like, you know, um, what what did you personally find to be the most, I want to say like powerful shifts that you have made or some mm-hmm. of like some of your own personal experiences with some of these things? Hmm. I love how that makes me feel just knowing that they're all there. I'm going to go yeah. find them in my mind right now. And like, <laughs> just like, but they're just knowing they're like it. It totally felt super like just yummy in my belly. Just like, ah, oh yeah. All those things. How cool. (laughs) Um, (laughs) You know, the, one of the biggest ones, honestly, and I'm trying to get to like the bottom, right? Like what's the Mm -hmm. the true, like what's really the base of this, of this building that is um, uh, my life that I feel really blessed to have. Um, And it's the, that's the very, is the first thing is the fact that I'm just here. um, Just, you know, trumps everything else. Like that's it. And when things aren't going well, sure, that sucks, but I'm, I exist like that. That's really fucking incredible. Like I, if I wanted to, I could just cry all day about how <laughs> beautiful that is to exist. Yes. And that like, that's just, that's the, what's running the show at the baseline. Um, and it's really interesting that that's running the show. Cause there also been times in my life where, you know, not existing was an option that I was considering a few times in my life, which is so interesting. Um, and that was actually even happening at the same time, like feeling totally blessed and grateful to be here. And then like really considering the option of just like, like just cutting it out. Um, I later came to realize, you know, that's an, again, that's an actual part of, I was wired a certain way 
and consumed certain content and enabled certain beliefs and thoughts that allowed that languaging to exist, even though the actual intention wasn't real. Mm. But the languaging and the sort of theme of that thought, you know, there was space for that. But, you know, that's definitely like just the number one. And and if that's something, if you're listening, you feel like you can't really tap into that. You're like, yeah, I mean, that's cool that I'm here. Like, I mean, it seems like I haven't met anyone who can't stop for a moment. Just be like, dude, whoa, like I am alive. This is pretty kind of, it's kind of crazy. At the end of the day, nobody has any idea what's going on. We don't know what, what, like what anything is. We just made up, we make these sounds with our mouth and created this (laughs) language. And now we kind of like figure it out. And like, that's just fucking awesome, you know, that we're here and that's the case. And so the next step above that is every day when I wake up, that's the most incredible gift because I woke up and every day you wake up, there are probably tens of thousands of people who didn't wake up that same morning, every single day, maybe thousands, maybe it's hundreds of thousands. I'm not sure, but you know, there are thousands and thousands of people who didn't wake up today and you did. And that's fucking amazing, Mm -hmm. you know? So that's, again, so that's just those two things. I got to start there because everything else, investing my energy and attention to all this other stuff, it never, it never, what's, what's the way to say this? Like it's never lasts. It's never like just being grateful to actually exist. I can access that in every moment, in every context, in any challenge, no matter what period, a hundred percent, because it's always here and that's always just happening. And mm-hmm. That's just always true. So, you know, going up a layer from that, I would say there's something about the fact that like I have my own unique preferences and intentions and like desires and, and visions and what I want to create. And the fact that I'm able to do that is incredible, you know, and that even kind of brings into just also the privilege of, you know, I am some sort of, I don't know, I'm a white dude. I don't know what white means. Like, I don't really know where my DNA is from, but I'm a white dude and I live in Los Angeles. Like I'm, I'm in the 1%. I'm in the, like the 1% of the 1%. And so not only am I here and do I exist? Cause I understand there's a lot of people who they don't even have time to be grateful to exist because they have to not get killed by somebody. Yeah. Right. Or they have to get water that day or their little sister is going to die. You know, like that's a whole different thing. And it's important to also acknowledge, you know, like this, as an example of this show, there's so many people who they'll never even have the chance to listen to this show. But for the people that do, we need to understand we're in this position where we're the ones who can do something. And there's power in that. And there's power you can access out of that. You know, the fact that I can even, I live in a place where I could go walk up to my neighbors, even though I don't know them and be like, Hey, I'm another human. Like, could you spare me a glass of water? Could you, could I use your restroom? Could I use your phone to do a thing? Like we're so lucky to be in that position a rock bottom for someone here in LA still means that they can like, you know, go do something funny on the boardwalk and make a few bucks and then, you know, have enough money to get some food and then call somebody, you know, like it's just, we're just so privileged. So it's like, it's constantly, it's, it's basically, I'd say one of the biggest things for me is like the context I've created for my life. And the context is that I'm fucking lucky to be here. I'm more privileged than most people like to the, you know, like literally 99.999% of people. I'm more privileged than them. So I'm going to do something with that. And I'm going to dedicate my life to using those resources and this ability that I have to like do something with that. And when, and the moment I really did dedicate my life to that, there is a sort of uh, a fuel in this underlying current that trumps all the other little hiccups, you know? Yeah. So mm-hmm. maybe we can leave it at that. There's like obviously more and more layers where you get like tactical and, and, and how I'm actually going about things. But even again, there are plenty of times where the tactics don't work or maybe I'm too tired or maybe, you know, I'm in a different setting and all that other stuff though still serves me, you know, and mm-hmm. fuels me. Got it. So yeah. powerful. Thanks for that. Thanks for presencing yeah. us to that too. That was just such a beautiful space. Like, yeah, yeah. Incredible. Yeah, it's it's good to, you know, because I'm so I can go all the other way. And like, you're like, Oh, what are some of the few things that have made all the difference? I can be like, Oh, this app and this technique and this little tool and this da 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 and this book and this and all that's really good. And I want to make sure people like, 
even right now as you're listening, like you could just stop when at any point you could take a few deep breaths and you could like Mm -hmm. center in with yourself a little bit more and like, Oh, what if you did that? Like a lot of times throughout the day. And it's like, that's the stuff that's actually getting you what you want because when you're stressed out, the app doesn't work and the technique doesn't work and the method doesn't work and the book doesn't work. And you don't give a shit about the thing and the, or that, that quote that always inspires you. It doesn't work, you know? Yeah. So you got to tap into something deeper and thankfully there's something deeper. That's a hundred percent always there all the time. Yeah. Thank you so much for that. That was really, yeah. Like, and I, and I love too that, um, you're really speaking to our humanness, you know, like, you know, yeah, we're not trying to fix ourselves here, you know, like you got to get that deep connection and really get clear about, you know, the context, like you said, of what's really going on, you know, like we can't just keep putting band-aids on, (laughs) you know? I mean, you can try. I always tell, it's like, go for it. See how it goes. You know, so a lot of people, a lot of people like, I'll give a tip and they're like, well, or, or I'll say something like, um, you know, something maybe about sleep, you know, like it's important to prioritize getting really good quality sleep. And some people are like, well, I have this going on and I only get five hours of sleep and that's it. And I'm like, okay, cool. We'll just see how that goes. Yeah. You know, you don't have to like do what I'm saying, but be love yourself enough to like, like give a shit enough to like actually pay attention to what you are doing and how it's working. Mm-hmm. And maybe it's not what I say that's helpful. And it's what somebody else says or something you just kind of find. But so often we just kind of say no to the thing because we have something already in place. But even if that thing you have in place is giving you, is getting you like 90% of the results, which is awesome. Why not make it a hundred? Yeah. Right? Cause what really a hundred means a thousand. I think it was David Wolf who had uh, a quote. He's like, when you, when you go at it 99%, you get 99% of the results. Yeah. But when you go at it a hundred percent, you get a thousand percent of the results. Mm-hmm. And there's something about that, like all in, context that does so much for us yeah i talk about that a lot because it's like it's been a huge huge space in my life you know because we all know how to do like you know 99 percent. we all know how to leave a back door open and go well you know if it doesn't work out then maybe i'll just you know do this instead like you know and there's so much power when we actually put 100 percent in the game Mm, and we really do show up it's like and and without attachment i think that's what's really been the gold for me it's like Mm. when you can just try things out you know like from 100 percent. yeah so like give it your all And, and just be like, if it doesn't work out, I just shift it and I do something a little different. Like you said, try it out. Like mm-hmm. it is like an experiment. Yeah. And I love that you keep it really kind of open-ended like that. Like it's not about right, wrong, or what works for me should work for you. It's like, yeah. try it out. Here's some yeah. suggestions, some templates, like you called it. Try it out. If yeah. it works, awesome. If it doesn't, cool. Yeah. Like you I know, know some people who sleep all day and stay up all night. <laughs> and, that, and like, and that's just what they do. And it works great. And they're awesome. And I, you know, and there's yeah. no sort of objective, like they're healthy and they mm-hmm. do what they need to do. And it's great. I wanted to piggyback off the, the, the back door thing, right? Like we always can kind of leave a little back door or an exit route or a plan B or all, all those kind of things. Um, and it's important to acknowledge that when you can make that the sort of uh, what's the, what's the, what's another way to say it? It's like the uh, insurance kind of in a sense, right? Mm-hmm. Or it's almost like the, the, safety net, right? But if you can make that safety net, you and how you relate to yourself and treat yourself along the journey of going all in, then you don't need an actual safety net. Like you are the safety net, right? Like, and you said something too earlier about when you lock in these things, like you're the way in which you trust yourself Mm -hmm. is so different. Like when on, after you've totally taken care of yourself and you feel totally full and whole and fulfilled, you trust yourself. And that makes sense because you just took care of yourself. Like, of course you would trust yourself. Mm-hmm. So it's like to, it, when you can really program that into yourself that like, I trust myself to take care of myself regardless of how this goes, then it always it just is like a forward moving thing. You don't need to like fall back on old comfort zones. Mm, it's just like, you're so there, good. you're going to be yeah. there. And to yeah. even stop for a moment and like, all right, so I'm about to embark on this thing and I can expect it to be challenging because it will be but I know I'm going to be there when it gets challenging. Like I'm going to be there with me. Mm-hmm. And as long as you can live a lifestyle where you are mindful so that you actually can be there. Cause it's sometimes when you're in the middle of stress, sometimes you aren't there and it is, it's your survival mode. It's your defense mechanism. It's your autopilot that shows up and runs the ship. 
But when you're mindful enough, you can actually be there and like calm down and have a good, you know, the opposite of fight or flight is pause and plan. So the ability to get, actually give yourself a chance to do that is essential. So to really trust, how do you need to set up your life so that you can trust yourself to always be there to pause and plan when you need it the most? Yeah, that's so good. I think I might quote you on that. That was really good. That was good. Dope. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that might be the snippet. Uh, I want to dive a little bit in a slightly different direction, but same kind of conversation because I know yeah. you know a lot about this and I want to kind of pick your brain a little bit, truthfully. And and some of the listeners have been talking, this has been some of the, the questions that keep arising are like, you know, I want to do more stuff. Like I basically want to get more done, you know what I mean, <laughs> in my life. Um, yeah. How can I do that? from more of like what comes naturally as a woman, because I think, mm. you know, and we, we were chatting about this before, like, like, you know, masculine feminine energies, like we're, we're we all have them ultimately. Yeah. Um, but depending on like the different percentages or where we're at that day or what's going on in our lives, it's like, how can we actually um, create, I guess the conditions, you know, is what mm -hmm. I'm kind of pointing to, to actually like, you know, get more done without having to like throw ourselves all the way into like a masculine kind of mindset of just do, do, do. You know, yeah. what are kind of your thoughts yeah. on that? Yeah. The first thing that, that, that came up for me was what would it feel like to approach it as like, instead of saying, what's the unique approach for me as a woman, but to say, what's the unique approach for me as me? Mm. Like okay. even just taking it out, it has nothing, actually has nothing to do with whether you're a man or a woman. It has everything to do with that. You are you. And there is a way that feels good for you. Cause I know plenty of women who are very feminine and there are certain masculine things they do that it just is part of who they are and it's great and it works for them and vice versa and everything in between, you know? Mm. So, and I totally, I really love the, for lack of a better term, not just like the gender conversation, but the sort of the actual energetics and the masculinity and femininity, or I like to think of it as like yin and yang. Mm. Um, Cause even the masculine I've noticed in, in the community, like, even the masculine and feminine conversation still creates, still triggers some sort of, which it is should, because that shit needs to come up so we can handle it. But it's yeah, like, totally. it gets to a point where it's not as functional as a conversation uh, sometimes um, because it still has this man woman context in it when it actually has nothing to do with that. Yeah. Um, so yin and yang makes a lot of sense to me. One, cause I love, I study a lot of Chinese medicine and just Chinese philosophy and, um, yin being the feminine side and yang being the masculine side um so there's something about you know a few different things and i'll come back to, you know so as a woman approaching this kind of stuff you know know that again it's like the fact that you want to go and do these things and you want to achieve and you want to create and you want to build and you want to structure and like and you get that there are elements of that that do need to come in is some is is an opportunity to kind of ground yourself in the fact that there is a version of that for you, right? The fact that that makes sense that that's what you need mm -hmm. means you can already go cool. Well, it's there. Like mm -hmm. I like instead of often, I've even talked to women who are like, I know I need more structure in my life, but it just doesn't feel. I don't feel resonant with it, so I'm just closed off to it. Versus like, no, how about being open to the fact that there's a version of that that does feel good, and that's why you feel like you kind of need it. Right. So yeah. just like re letting yourself kind of trust that, which leaves room for it to come through um, versus constantly filtering opportunities for it to come through ver through like, oh, but that's not, you know, that's too masculine or that doesn't feel good. It's like there is a level of sort of openness, knowing that when it does land in, it's g only will land in the way that feels good for you. Does that make yeah. sense? Uh, yeah. Right? Yeah. Instead of like immediately assuming because it has to do with this archetype of, structure or form or details or whatever it might be or assertiveness or all these kinds of quote unquote masculine things. Um, yeah. Instead of just being like, well, because it's masculine and I want to do things the feminine way, that's not for me. It's just like, no, there's a way where that is for you, mm -hmm. where it feels good. And you don't have to settle for anything until it, like you don't have to settle for the versions that don't feel good, but just know that you probably have to try things that don't feel good until it does. You yeah. know, sometimes you landed something and it just works and that's awesome. Um, but to, to just know that there, there is a version of you of that, that works for you. And actually the more you can take time to actually, um, and maybe this is a more feminine way of tapping into it, but actually like 
maybe making it into like a piece of art or giving yourself a big space to actually write it out and let yourself like, let it come through you. Right. Cause there is that, like, we all have that wisdom within us. And when you can tap into, especially as a woman, like the, the feelings of like where it is you want to go, it's like, mm. I want to do more stuff and I want to create stuff. And I wish I was a little more productive or more organized or all these quote unquote kind of masculine things. Great. Then like, what, is, what's that feeling? Right. And I know women like that's such a huge power and magic for them is their emotions. And it's like, how does it feel when you feel into that in the way that works instead of feeling into the fact that it's not working for you and you want more structure or organization or whatever to feel into like, what does that feel like feeling organized? Like, can I think of times where where I was and like, can I bring that into this space and then give myself that spaciousness to let it come through, you know, and then on a more practical side, Um, Not that that isn't practical, I guess. So just on another, uh, another way to approach it is to also (laughs) then like use modeling and look at, Mm. you know, especially like someone like Stacey, who's very feminine and a total badass babe who like, (laughs) like get, get shit done and like, and loves the productivity and loves being organized and has her little tactics and tools and has created structure that grants the freedom that she has in her life, you know? reach out and ask her, you know, like look at other women who are getting the results that you want and see what you can model. Um, and bonus points, like reach out to men who are getting yeah, the results that you want so too, good. and see what they have to say. You know, mm-hmm. I think there's, um, the, this masculine, feminine man, woman, and everything in between sort of revolution that's happening right now is so, so important and so necessary. Yeah. And it's important to remember that it's happening for the sake of us actually getting beyond all of that. And then us all just being people here together while honoring these different dynamics that go on Mm -hmm. and the different dynamics within me and within you and within us as a man and a woman and with all all that kind of stuff. Yeah. You know, so like really keeping it um, kind of holistic in that sense, but yeah, just trust like, and, and even outside of this conversation for everybody, and for what we want and what we want to do and what we want to create, there is a way that works, period. Yeah. So that's good. why we're here. And that's why the idea exists. And that's why you're inspired. And that's why this makes sense. So just trust that that is there and stop like closing yourself off to opportunities to figure mm-hmm. it out, you know, and to really try it out. So good. Does that answer, does yeah. that answer the question? It was, okay. It, cool. Yeah, it was exactly what I, yeah, it was perfect in every way. So thanks. <laughs> Uh, let's like, let's close out with just, I want to actually just ask you, cause I know that you are like a total, like you're in there, you're doing the work yourself. You're not just talking about it. Um, what is like your top favorite book technique person, mentor, whomever, like what is your favorite thing mm, right now? Yeah. That's just got you thing. going. My favorite thing. I'm going to share two, two things. One is the book. Cause every time someone says book, I got to say it. And I should have it right here, unless Jason still has it. Okay, maybe not. Okay, so there's a book called Psycho-Cybernetics. Yeah. Yeah, Psycho-Cybernetics. And I, it's, the, it's my number one must-read personal development book for the main, for the sole purpose. It's about self-image psychology. And it proves and shows to you how basically who you think you are and believe yourself to be is the exact parameters and capacity of what you're capable of doing and experiencing and having in your life. Yeah. Literally a hundred percent. It all comes down to, and the point is that it's unconscious, like who you think you are up until you deciding to do something about it is completely unconscious. Mm-hmm. You never stop and like, think about who you think you are. You never really do that. But now, I, you know, hopefully now this, maybe this is some of your, some people listening might be your first invitation to actually do that. So check out the book. It's on Audible as well. Um, the author is Maxwell Maltz. Um, it's on Audible as well and like a few different versions too, which is great. And like different kind of side uh, side little books and projects from that book. Um, but yeah, it's a big deal. It's huge. Mm-hmm. And it's been the number one um, shift for me in my journey. Uh, and as far as um, just to keep it in the context too, I think of this conversation, as far as people I'm kind of geeking out on and love, there's a, a mentalist named Darren Brown. Um, and he's from the UK, I believe. And he's pretty famous over there. He's got tons of TV shows and like documentaries. And so he's all over YouTube. Um, but he does a lot of work with hypnosis and shows and proves 
just how kind of, uh, what's the word, vulnerable, really, our minds are to being programmed by things other than ourselves. Mm, it's cool. And I was so to the degree where like, there is a, um, one of his documentaries where he literally hypnotizes somebody to at a later date, like weeks and weeks in the future, be put in a certain set of conditions at a, uh, a stand-up comedy show and to assassinate the comedian. <laughs> oh my God. Like to shoot the comedian with the gun and he does it. Whoa. Yeah. Like, and it's like you, and there's other studies about like this, hypnosis has been studied quite a yeah. bit actually. Oh, yeah. And it's super real stuff, like stuff where they hypnotize somebody to, and, oh, also the guy doesn't even remember that he did it. Whoa, mind yeah. blown. Yeah. And that's how powerful it's like, you have to understand it's all hypnosis. When you like how you, by de- how you default think about your challenges is hip- yeah. is a form of hypnosis. How you mm. default think about relationships is a form of hypnosis. And it always will be. We just got to get under the hood and decide what that program is that's running. Yeah. What do I want my default to be? Right. The first time I ever heard the phrase, I am empowered by everything was such a huge, I was like, whoa, I never thought of that as an option. It's not, doesn't mean I'm bypassing things. It doesn't mean I don't get sad or upset or angry or any of those things, but it empowers me. It grows me. It it ultimately does teach me. It it moves me forward. And to have that be the default now puts me in a different space of hypnosis where I'm less privy to ultimately, you know, living a life that feels really crappy. Yeah. So go check out Darren Brown. He's a total genius. Wow. That sounds epic. I'm totally going to check him out. Cool. Awesome. This has been a blast, man. Yeah. I'm yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for giving so much. And and I just really want to just for the listeners, go watch his Insta stories. (laughs) They are so good. I haven't even done one today yet. So I'll have to make sure to do one. Yeah. 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 They're just so good. And I just, I love those bite-sized pieces of, you know, really creating something new, you know, today, like taking, taking something, even if it's the tiniest little action and just taking action on it today, right now. And I love that you're constantly inviting people to go there and just like, checking in like, Hey, pattern interrupt. What's going on? Mm -hmm. How are you? Did you have some water today? Like, like just checking in. So I think you're freaking brilliant and such a beast when it comes to those two. And I'm going to put all the links to what you're up to so people can connect with you and everything. Um, you you mentioned the activation Academy. Is that Mm -hmm. like, you know, that, that sounds, um, like that's kind of like your main thing, but main focus too, is like getting people to really like experience some of that right now. Yeah. As far as, as far as people who want to like, yeah, like start doing some work and you follow me on Instagram is probably the main spot and there's lots of goodies there. But if you want to actually like start diving in the Academy is where you do that. And, um, yeah. Awesome. I'd love to have any, anybody. Cool. And I could speak to the Testament of the power of the work that you do. So Thanks for everything, man. You're incredible. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for coming on the show. And ladies, thanks for tuning in. And until next week, have an awesome one.